This is episode eight of Two Quick Things. I think I have two topics for today. I'm going to start with the first one and talking about, I realized I never talked about why I started this podcast and why I have been continued to be committed to doing it. And I actually really love doing it. So I guess maybe this first segment is about my why. I have low-key wanted to start this podcast for probably the last two or three years. I went through a phase of talking myself out of it because I wasn't sure that my voice would be valued in this space. And I wasn't sure literally how to actually start. I was making it real hard for myself. I would read all the articles. I would watch YouTube videos. I would listen to other podcasts talk about how they started. But I, for some reason, was so afraid of putting my voice out there and being willing to be criticized, critiqued, judged, etc. So finally, one day I was like, F this, I'm just going to do it. So I opened up GarageBand, which is what I record on. I tried recording myself with a few of the mics that I have. Because, see, I bought the equipment. I have, like, three mics. I have a set of headphones that have a little speaker thing on it. I have um, a set of headphones that I uh, can use to kind of blur out the sound outside of me. But I had all of this equipment, and then I was, I was talking myself out of it because I was thinking, what am I going to talk about? Who's going to listen? And then, I guess to get to my why, I decided that I'm going to talk about the things that I want to talk about. I know that these conversations are relevant because I'm having these conversations with people in my real life. So folks that I know professionally, personally, I'm talking about these things and they're important and they are not one-time conversations, but they're ongoing. And it really has worked for opening up those relationships, but also getting me to think about things that are important. And then I realized, why shouldn't I share what I want to talk about? Now, I'll be honest, it feels, it felt weird and it still feels a little weird to be talking to myself more or less. Um, I know some folks who listen, who talk back to the conversation because either they feel it or they want to ask questions. So shout out and thank you to the people who have either, that I actually know in real life or who have DM'd me and said like, this was helpful or I wanted to say, I wanted to ask you this question in return. And there's a dialogue that happens for that. But I figured out that my why has to be because I want to do it. I was waiting to find a space where I could create conversation and do these things in real life. And I don't, I can't always do that every moment of the day. And sometimes things just spark in my head and I write down a few notes and I put them in my notes section of my phone. And then I want to talk about them. Sometimes I want to talk just kind of freeform off the top of my head about those. And sometimes I want to talk to people in real life. And I figured my why was because I wanted to. I decided to stop waiting for somebody to invite me in or to know how to do, you know, the recording and saving and uploading this right. And I really just decided this is what I want to do. And so why not do it? I also remember that my voice as a gay black woman who is masculine presenting is not something that I've seen before. And, or let me rephrase that, not something that I see regularly or out in public or hear that voice or perspective. Not that it's a completely different perspective or voice, but I started to realize I didn't find out out in the world, in the podcast world, radio, TV, I don't find 
versions of myself and how I outwardly present to the world in terms of a physical appearance sense, um, how I think and my the way that I view the world and the lens through which I see the world. I didn't see that out there. And it took like a conversation with my therapist to talk about why don't you, what's holding you back for creating that space for someone else? Um, if you don't see it for yourself, why not be um, the person who creates that and allows other people to see that? There's a quote that um, Lavida says, um, if I can find it while I'm talking, then I'll certainly share it. But essentially she talks about like, I didn't see myself being represented out in the world. So I created a space where I essentially I could be the example. And of course, I will not find that quote while I'm looking. And that's fine. But yeah, it was it was me kind of getting out of my own way and saying, you're complaining and griping about what you don't see in the world. Why don't you create what you want to see? So that's really my why. I know that my voice is going to be impactful for people who I'm not exactly sure, but I know that folks will find value and it will spark conversation. And I am growing more comfortable in a space of understanding that it's okay that I don't, I don't know who this is going to reach. Um, and I still think it matters that this voice and perspective is out there. So that's why I put it out. So that feels a little vulnerable to say, and it feels a little like full of myself to put that out there. And oddly, I'm okay with that. So that's my why. I feel like I know that my voice matters. I know that people will find value in the things that I say, or they'll have opposing viewpoints, and that's fine. Um, but I wanted to be able to represent myself in a way that wasn't like super structured in terms of like my actual work and the things that I have to do for work. And I have to, I have to go through the performance of work and I have to go through the performance of saying the things that I have to package and pull together so that I can maintain my job, to be honest. And that doesn't get me in a world of trouble. So I wanted to create a space for myself to do that. And yeah, so the quote from Lovey is, um, I guess she said it on maybe a different podcast. She said, I didn't see the example, so I became the example I didn't have. And that for me is really a lot of the why that I do this. My voice is important. People need to hear it. Some of the things that I will say will be unpopular to people, and that's okay. I don't have to be popular and in the know for everyone, but as long as I feel like I'm okay with putting my voice out there and allowing some space for people to listen back and maybe create some conversations amongst their friend group or disagree and have conversations and dialogue around that. It feels good to me. So yeah, that's kind of my why. And I'm, I'm sure as time goes on, I will evolve a little bit more into that why piece and continue to discover that for myself. But for right now, that's why I started the show. The second topic I want to talk about is boundaries. Um, this kind of this topic came to mind because I was um, at work in the last maybe two weeks or so, and one of my colleagues more or less shouted me out or praised me for having a boundary around um, a student that had previously spoken very poorly at me and to me, and so I set up a boundary about how. I wanted to operate in that space and if I wanted to operate in that space again. And my colleague was like, wow, that's really, that's really cool that you have that boundary. And I thought, well, shouldn't we all have boundaries? 
shouldn't we all have a, a set of things that we will put up with, won't put up with, will say yes to, will say no to, are open to negotiate about? And so it really got me thinking about, my goodness, if, if someone is shouting me out for something, in my opinion, that is simple around boundaries, that was kind of alarming. I think that boundaries are necessary. They're important. They are, um, think of it like a, a check engine light for yourself. When you see that check engine light come on your car, regardless of who you are, if it's your car, if it's a rental car, that makes you pause and be like, oh, okay, like what does that mean? If you're like me, I'll say, where's the manual? What is? What could this light possibly mean? I might Google that bad boy and figure out, okay, well, what do I need to put in place in order for um, me to be respectful of that boundary that my car is telling me? So I thought that's the perfect example of how to think about something when I feel it. How do I interrupt that in terms of what is my boundary, remembering what my boundary is? I think my perspective on boundaries is also shaped by the fact that I operate in the world as a black woman. There are things that I am not willing to put up with and that people may prescribe that it, it should be okay because black women are resilient. They have, you know, they show up no matter what, they take care of people. And I really have to constantly be in negotiation in my mind about what those boundaries are. How do I protect myself from mental distress, unhealthy relationships, conversations that are going to lead to me being frustrated. So I have to set up a boundary of how I essentially how I want to interact with the world and how I, I want to receive other people's interaction with me. So here's an example of a boundary that I set. I have certainly had people try to come at me in meetings and like talk at me crazy. So a boundary that I said is, first of all, I have to remember at the end of the day, this is a job. Um, these are people that I work with. 99% of the time, they are not my friends and I'm not spending time with them outside of work. And that doesn't mean I don't value those working relationships. But I have to remember at the end of the day, if I am not getting paid for this, then I am not going to be talking to you. So one boundary that I have is that I will be silent Oftentimes, if somebody tries to come for me and I have a real slick mouth, um, Lord knows I have a slick mouth and I have something to say about damn near everything. So the boundary that I set up with that person is I have to remember this person doesn't know me and they're acting out based on their own experience with the world. So let me boundary up and say thank you. And then I move on. So that's what one of the things that I used to to protect myself from mental distress, um, unhealthy relationships. I can be what some people might say is a ghoster. Not fully all the time, but if I pick up things in uh, friendship relationships that I have or collegial relationships that I have that are boundaries for me in terms of I don't want to be a part of that or I don't want to be dragged into that particular type of like drama and whatnot, I will discontinue that relationship as a mode of protection. And don't let people fool you and say like, oh, you should really be telling people like what it is that they did or said that turned you off. First of all, I don't have to tell anybody anything. If folks can't realize and be reflective of their own behavior and how people are responding to that or not, that is not on me to, for them, to figure out for them. There are some instances where I value so much the person and the relationship that I will have the conversation. But there are times when I like distance is a healthy thing. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of distance from a person, from a situation or a conversation. So I think it's really helpful 
for me to remember that my boundary is specific to me and how I set those up are really to um, continue in a manner that is going to contribute to my happiness and protect my happiness and my well-being. People won't like that. And that's fine. I am not here and doing things for people to like all the time. And I understand that when folks get more comfortable with themselves, they will understand that as well. Boundaries are not a bad thing. I don't think at all. I think we, we need to have boundaries. Um, and sometimes I have a boundary with myself. Um, and so sometimes it's a commitment to myself of like, girl, don't, don't do this. You know what the end result of this could look like. So maybe chill out. You know better. Pivot to the side. Take a break. Have some distance from this. Another thing with boundaries is you'll, you'll, you'll see the times when you need to create or establish state or restate or reestablish your boundaries. You'll notice these things when you get around people or in places that tend to drain you. And you feel like you realize you're going to these places and then you're like, oh, this is exhausting or that conversation is exhausting. That person is a lot to take care of, like to manage their emotions okay, maybe it's time for me to reestablish boundaries in my head. And if I need to communicate those boundaries, I mean, don't say like, this is a boundary for me, unless you want to, but you can figure out how to craft that in your mind before you actually say it. But set up those boundaries. You can, you can, you can discontinue being a part of a situation when you want to. As I think I said in a previous episode, you're not a tree. You can move. You can leave. You can go. You cannot choose to not be a part of a conversation anymore. And that is an okay. That's a great place for you to be and to know what your boundaries are. I know people will do, like I said, the last episode, we getting close to the new year when folks will be like, this is the long list of people that I'm cutting off. First of all, keep that to yourself, as I said before. But if you need to create a boundary for yourself, you don't even have to explain what your boundary is to other people. You do not have to explain what your boundary is to other people. You can, if you want to, that's, that's a totally your prerogative, but you don't have to explain that to people if you don't want to. And those things are okay. So I think boundaries exist for a reason. If you don't have some, I would consider thinking about like, what are some of the, what are some of my non-negotiables? What are some of the situations that I'm in or even people that I interact with that don't make me feel good, that I feel like they are, I feel taken advantage of uh, for all intents and purposes. And I don't want to feel that way anymore. What can I do to pull myself away from that and to establish a boundary, a healthy boundary, so that you feel like you can continue to move forward and not be held to the whim of what other people say, what other people do, situations that arise that you feel maybe you're stuck in. You are not stuck in a situation and you do not lose anything. There's no face to lose if you choose to not be a part of something that is um, crummy or crappy or baloney. You can choose to move yourself out of those spaces. So I encourage anybody who's listening, and this is a reminder for myself too, boundaries are healthy. Boundaries need to be established for some situations and in some people, because if not, some folks will take, take advantage of you. Some systems will take advantage of you if, you're not, if you don't have a sense of what your boundaries are. So I think that's all I got. Oh, surprisingly, it's a fairly short episode this week, shorter than I keep saying it will be. But you can find me on social media. I have a Facebook and an Instagram page, both under Two Quick Things. 
Uh, the podcast is on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. I'm going to try to figure out how to get it to a few more platforms so that it can be easy, easy listening and easy to share. But as always, hit me in my DMs or uh, either on Facebook or you can comment, share the episode if you like. Thanks for listening and I will be back next time.